for joining us for Anchor Daily. Through daily scriptures, we're learning to live out the 1% life and invest in our relationships with God, with other believers, and with those in the world. Greetings, Anchor Daily friends. I'm Mark Wasmiller, and I would like to thank you for taking time out of your day to join me as we take a few minutes to look at today's scripture verses and examine their application regarding our relationship with the world around us. Today, we are looking at the Apostle Paul's letter to the Philippians. I'd like to read the first couple of verses and then ask you a question. Philippians 2, verses 3 through 4 in the NASB reads, Do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, regard one another as more important than yourselves. Do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. How often do you find yourself reading or listening to Scripture, and your mental response is agreement with what you just read or heard, but how to actually live out and apply that Scripture to your life is altogether another matter. Many years ago, when I first moved to the Tri-Cities, I was fortunate enough to have a pastor in my life who publicly shared that often, as he read Scripture, he would think to himself, yes, but how? So in the margins of his Bible, he would write three letters, Y, B, H, for yes, but how. With that in mind, let's now read all of today's verses, Philippians 2, verses 3 through 8. Do nothing from selfish or empty conceit, but with humility of mind regard one another as more important than yourselves. Do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. Have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant, and being made in the likeness of men, being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Now, if I'm going to be totally honest with you, These six verses are, for me, a huge dichotomy. I love them, and I also dislike them. Why? Because they tell me to look beyond myself. You and I, in our fallen nature, are hardwired to look out for ourselves. Verse 4 gives us limited permission to do that, as that permission comes with a caveat, to not merely look out for my own interests. I find that it's not natural for me to look out for the best interests of others. Why? because that means I have to neglect myself in the process. Okay, so that's why I dislike these verses. At the very same time, these are some of my favorite scripture verses because they give me such a clear glimpse of our Savior and what Jesus was all about. And therein lies the answer to my former pastor's YBH, associated with verses 3 through 4. I read verses 3 and 4 and think, yes, but how? And then God, through Paul, gives us the answers in verses 5 through 8. And if I were to sum up verses 5 through 8 with a short phrase, that phrase would be, imitate Jesus. For you and me to be people transformed by the power of the gospel means that we surrender ourselves in order to be transformed into the image of, the likeness of, Jesus our Savior. One aspect of doing that is committing to and working toward changing our perspective about ourselves and about above and of others. These verses teach us to value others above ourselves. 
And this echoes the words of Jesus in Matthew 20, 28, when he said, Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus, the King of kings, he who deserves all of our praise and adoration, did not demand it. Instead, he took on the very nature of a servant and gave us multiple examples in Scripture of what our relationship with others and with the world should look like. We should have a posture of servanthood and vulnerability towards others. Speaking for myself, that is hard. I find myself hesitant to truly be vulnerable because it means I could be hurt in that process. Being vulnerable could mean that those with whom I am vulnerable might use that vulnerability to take advantage of me in some way. But self-sacrificing love, agape love, is not a feeling, it's an action. It's both what we do and why we do it. It means that I must become vulnerable and risk being hurt for the sake of others. That sounds scary because I naturally look at things from a temporal rather than an eternal perspective. But the example that Jesus gives us is that the only way to experience the deepest joys and depth in relationship is to open up to others and be willing to experience and share in their struggles and hurts. After all, Jesus humbled himself even to death on a cross. The highest call in a relationship is to give of ourselves to the other, and that will come with a cost. But that cost, in the grand scheme of things, our Heavenly Father tells us is so worth it. It is in this way that we follow the pattern of Jesus. We need to decide to make it our intention today and every day to put others that we are in relationship with first. It's how God asks us to humbly live in relationship with the world, with those around us, in the way of Jesus, with the heart of it. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you hit follow on whatever streaming platform you are listening with. Don't forget to go to Bethel.ch for more information on all the amazing opportunities here at Bethel. We hope you were challenged or encouraged by what you heard. God bless.